This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Warning! The following podcast contains adult language, adult content, weird and unusual stories that all happen to be true. We didn't start this war on safety, but we're going to fight that safety war and we're going to win it. I wanted to touch on a recent story from one of our projects. We heard the story before, if you've been in safety long enough, as uh, the steel toe boots story. It sort of like goes like this. My father, grandfather, great uncle, great great grandfather, died down the streets, distant cousin by marriage, once removed, worked in either a shipyard, a logging town in the Pacific Northwest, crab fishing boat, mine, or other place, and was standing under a load that was about 5,000 pounds, 10,000 pounds, so suspended by a crane, 60 foot up in the air. And for some unknown reason, the load let loose. The rigging failed. The rig failed. The crane failed. But something mysterious happened and then dropped the load. And it fell on the person's foot and of course, it's about a hundred years ago, right? And if it was not for that steel toe boot, or safety toe boot, like we say today, he would still have his toes. I can't count the number of times I've heard this uh, story, but the story is still out there after 31 years, and it's being spread to a new generation of workers. They hold on to this idea, even in the face of injuries, scientific data, common sense, training, leadership, everything else, they still hold on to this belief because someone told it to them. Some kind of trusted family member with this story. And then we all know it's probably not true, right? So how do you confront this false belief? This is how I had to handle it this week. First, I said, look, dude, I don't know who told you that, but that story is like baloney, right? So I go into the facts of the story. We come to an agreement that there's a lot of other things that go on before the actual incident. Like, why would the load fall? Was it bad rigging? Crane wasn't inspected? Poor maintenance on the crane? Signals mixed up? whole bunch of stuff that could go wrong. And the other thing is, why was the guy standing under the load? Right? We're talking multiple violations of good safety practices on top of OSHA regulations here. But we got to remember, the OSHA regulations aren't the end-all and be-all. They're the start of what you need to do. Then we go into the actual standards of foot protection. And then, hey, okay, the guy's foot got cut off. Probably because of the load got behind the steel toe or was deflected by the steel toe, which just means you probably need the metatarsal supports. And on top of that, the poor job site design, poor work area design, any number of things. Again, PPE is the last thing you want to worry about. PPE is the last thing you want to rely on. 
There's a lot that goes on. You try to eliminate the hazard, engineer the hazard, administrate the hazard, substitute one hazard. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into this. To go and rely on a worker, right, to wear the right PPE, that's asking a lot, a lot of any worker because they're, uh, workers forget. You get these stories of bad reinforcement uh, out there and lack of enforcement of rules. And then we finally get into that safety toe shoes all have their limitations. They're only limited for so much. They're meant for the more incidental day-to-day things, not these big massive things and these stories that pretty much does, don't happen, right? So this leads to what does OSHA say? First, you have to decide whether you're in general industry, construction, shipyards, agriculture, marine terminals, longshoring. You know, what kind of regulations do you involve yourself in? But you're gonna, generally going to be in general industry or construction. General industry is simple. Right? I, I can do that one sentence. You have to do an assessment and determine what kind of PPE you need to use. And that's all covered in the standard. In construction, that's a little bit different. We're covered by the 1926.28 regulation here. What the the trick the trick that somebody tries to play on is you is they go to the foot protection standard, which is like three lines that says they have to meet uh, ASTM standards, and it just says hey, all protective footwear have to meet that standard, but. They forget to tell you, most safety personnel don't go to 1926.28a. So what does 1926.28a say? The employer is responsible for requiring the wearing of appropriate PPE in all operations where there is an exposure to hazardous conditions or where this part, meaning 1926, indicates the need for using such equipment to reduce the hazards to the employees. Right? That's the whole thing. There has to be some type of an assessment done by probably a competent or a qualified person. And then they go and you do the assessment. Okay, do we, what kind of PPE do we need? Most companies just make a blanket rule to have to wear safety shoes. Right? Let's not forget about the worksite setup and the hierarchy of controls. You mentioned this already. The shoes are the last line of defense, not the first line. If you have them on, also, if you have them on, it's not okay to create a hazard. Now, a lot of our people out there are old enough to remember when we did not have to wear safety belts in cars. And then in the early 80s, people started wearing safety belts in cars. And a lot of people went out there and said, hey, look, I'm wearing a safety belt. I am safer. So now I can go and drive like an idiot. Right? You would say, well, that sounds crazy, Jim. Well, people actually did it in my circle. That's how this is. Just because you're wearing safety boots or safety-toed shoes or steel-toed boots, whatever we're calling them, doesn't mean that you're okay going out and saying, oh, no, I could go out and, you know, I'm going to expose myself to all different kinds of hazards. No, it's the last line of defense. The other thing is this, training. The worker that we that had this, well, I'm not going to wear steel toe boots or safety toe boots because I'm going to lose my toes. Well, if you had that belief that you're going to lose your toes, 
do you really blame the kid? Right, this 22-year-old kid, right? Are you really gonna blame the kid? If this is what he's been told by a mentor? Don't wear him, blah, 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 blah. You're gonna lose your toes? No, you're gonna lose your toes. You're not gonna buy him. So there's gotta be some kind of training here and also some kind of enforcement and some kind of leadership associated with safety training, with managing people, actually enforcing the rules. Because after a while, maybe the guy's gonna have an exposure where, he, where thank God he has that steel toe boot or that safety toe boot. And he's gonna say, oh wow, damn good thing I was wearing them. And it's gonna reinforce that versus Oh, I have a foot injury, right? But thank God I wasn't wearing steel toe boots because I would have lost my toe. I mean, you know, this is crazy. So when this person saw this, he got very upset, right? You can see the cognitive dissonance entering his mind where he was had the set of beliefs and it was replaced by another set of beliefs and now experience because he had a foot injury and this caused conflict, right? So you have to learn how to manage that. And that's a subject for a future podcast. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.